Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to A Moment With, BE's first podcast. I'm Vicky, and each episode will be talking to leading experts in their fields, from technology to engineering. We hope to inspire you to take action and achieve your potential, and ignite your entrepreneurial spirit. Today, we have two very special guests. George Holder from Mott McDonald and Gwen Fung from Bath Entrepreneurs. We discuss the importance of corporate venture capital within the startup ecosystem with a focus in the engineering sector. So sit back and relax as you listen to Corporate Venture Capitals. So hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Moment With. Um, today we have two special guests with us, Gwen from Bath Entrepreneurs and George Holden from Mont McDonald, here to discuss corporate venture capitalists. So welcome George and thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Um, would you like to give the listeners a quick introduction? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Vicky. And uh, and thanks for the introduction and, and the invite to be on the podcast. Um, so my role at Mott McDonald Ventures is the Venture Partnerships Manager. Um, what that means and, and what I do in a nutshell is connect startups to the core Mott McDonald business um, and make sure that the partnerships that we form through investing um, are successful partnerships for both the early stage companies and Mott McDonald business as well. So how did you get involved um, with Mott uh, McDonald and corporate venture capitalists? Yeah, so good good question. I um, Ever since the, the start of my career, have been involved with um, technology and early stage um, technology startups in the construction and infrastructure space. Um, I started out uh, my career as an apprentice on Crossrail, uh, working for a company called Costain and was working to deploy construction technology, uh, digital innovation on the Crossrail project back in 2014, 2015, uh, which was really kind of the forefront of construction tech uh, use cases on, on mega projects like that. I then spent a bit of time in the mergers and acquisitions team, primarily looking at technology companies that we could acquire and uh, uh, use that to grow the business um, inorganically, which gave me some uh, experience of the finance world as well, which was which was great. Um, and then the, the role I was doing prior to joining Mott McDonald was with Mace as an innovation manager there. So again, looking at uh, construction technology, but from a slightly more corporate angle of how do we upscale innovation um, across the business. That's super interesting. So I'm just curious, George, are there many different backgrounds of people that works in corporate venture? It's not just typical finance background. Um. Good, good question. I I probably can't give you a perfect answer to that one just because I've not met a huge amount of people working in corporate venture capital. I think um, it, it certainly helps me having a industry background. Um, a lot of the work that we do as corporate venture capitalists is around making sure that there is a strategic fit with the business. Um, and that, that would be harder, I think, to do without having um, an, an industry background, but certainly not impossible. Um, you know, my, my previous colleague um, who's just moved on 
uh, to another role, um, a chap called Jonathan Hale. Uh, he didn't necessarily have an industry background, um, but did have some interest in, in engineering and, and robotics. And, and that was certainly useful uh, for him. So I think you don't necessarily have to have a, uh, a pure finance background to, to work in corporate venture. Thank you. So could we jump straight into more about corporate venture capitals um, and what they are to any of our listeners that don't know what they are? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me just think of the best way to to introduce the topic. So traditional venture capital um, is providing uh, equity financing, so providing funding for early stage startup companies. And for that, the venture capital firm would receive a proportion of, of the business ownership. Um, and the idea is that the business grows and that investment they have made grows over time until there is what's called an exit uh, when the company either um, floats on the, the stock market or is perhaps acquired um, by a uh, industry company, and then they can realize the value of that investment. So that's sort of broadly how the, the venture capital space works. And corporate venture capital does that, um, but it, it's being done by an existing corporate company. So Mott McDonald's is an engineering firm, um, operates globally. Um, and, and what we've realized is that there is value in, in us engaging in venture capital as a tool for, for growth um, and a tool for partnering with uh, fantastic early stage companies. Great. Thank you for explaining that, because I guess for me, I'm not that aware of a lot of the um, financial and investment side of things, especially in the engineering interest industry. So it's very interesting to hear about that. And I was wondering, could you outline the importance of corporate um, venture capitalists? Because I was reading a lot about the different startups that Mont McDonald invest in. And it's obviously really important to have seed capital to start up companies. But are there any other benefits of corporate venture capitalists? Yeah, ab absolutely. And again, I would sort of initially start this by saying, that typical and, and traditional pure venture capitalists, they primarily provide capital, uh, they provide the funding, then um, they might provide some additional support in terms of marketing and general business um, ad administration. So, and their, their motives are purely financial. They're, they make those investments to hopefully make money um, from the companies they invest in. A corporate venture capital, um, such as Mott McDonald Ventures, our motivations are primarily strategic. Um, we want to grow uh, Mott McDonald's core business as well as help grow the, the startup. So I think the, um, the, the main difference in terms of what we can offer and what corporate can, can offer is um, A, the wealth of, of knowledge and experience that we have. Um, accumulated as a company. So, you know, Mott McDonald is, is over 100 years old. Um, it has uh, sort of over 15,000 engineers working within the industry. And that's a huge amount of, of knowledge that's been accumulated to share with early stage companies looking to get into the market. Uh, and we also provide a route to market. Um, so we can provide access to um, high profile clients um, and high um, highly complex framework projects uh, that, that early stage companies may not have the ability to get onto in, in the first place. So I think the, the two main areas where we definitely add value are, are engineering knowledge and, and help finding the product market fit, uh, and then a route to market via our, our clients. 
Well, that sounds super, super interesting. I'm just so that sounds like the startup has already formed their product and it's ready to launch. Could you just talk about at what stage um, of the startup work that you would start to get involved in? Yes. Um, let me just have a quick think about that one. So we would say that at Mott McDonald Ventures, we invest around the seed or, or series A stage and, and areas sort of in, in between that from a um, VC terminology um, standpoint. From a technical standpoint, if you're aware of technology readiness levels, uh, we typically invest around level six. So what we're really looking for is a product that our um, engineers can get their hands on, um, put through its paces and look to see if there is potential uh, in that product or, or software service that is is being provided. Um, and, and that's perhaps a, a slight quirk of the, the corporate venture capital world. Ultimately, we, we do need to partner the the startup with our core business and if there isn't anything for our core business to look at and work with then that becomes very hard and, and actually we couldn't offer much value to the the startup either so it's, it's making sure that we can both add value to each other so it sounds very um innovative this corporate venture capital um world and i'm wondering are there many other companies that do this similar to mont mcdonald um yeah not not many similar to McDonald's. So I, I'm fairly sure that we're one of, if not the only um, engineering consultancy that, that engages in corporate venture capital on a, on a sustained basis. Um, there certainly are other construction companies um, that get involved in uh, corporate venture capital, uh, a prime example being Semex Ventures. So Semex are one of the uh, largest mm-hmm. producers of, of concrete and cement products in the world. And, and they have a, a, a fairly mature corporate venture arm. So there, there are corporate venture teams um, out there in our industry, um, but there aren't that, that many. Um, in terms of pure venture capital companies, uh, there are a growing number of funds now that are focusing on uh, the, the built environment um, which is, you know, it's exciting. And it means that, that investors really see the potential of, uh, in, investing in the construction infrastructure space. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's really w- important what you said about having the route to market. Going back quickly, just what you said about having the route to market as well, not just the funding. Because I think with engineering, you learn a lot about, especially as students, you learn a lot about problem solving and things like that. And hypothetically, if you started your own business, you need support to get into the industry. So it's important and really valuable that Mont McDonald offer that. Um, and I was wondering if you could quickly outline the startup, the startups that you currently invest in and work on. Do they have a particular theme or are they in line with a lot of the core values at Mont McDonald? Yes, yep. Um, so the sort of in investment thesis is... Um, looking at next generation technologies in the built environment space. Um, We have a focus in four sort of areas um, which align to the UK industrial grand challenges um, around AI and robotics, clean energy, future mobility and health and society. Um, So that's sort of the the investment areas that we um, look at at the moment. And we have a portfolio of three companies 
uh, that we're working with as as invested partners at the moment. Three um, D Repo, Built ID, and One Planet. Um, 3D Repo is an open data platform that provides engineers with uh, 3D design tools um, and real-time collaboration software. Uh, Built ID is a really exciting community engagement tool um, which showcases the built environment projects that we uh, have today uh, and allows communities to engage in that process uh, in a much more engaging and sort of digitally first way. Uh, and then oneplanet.com um, their service is looking at sustainability plans and the connections, different connections between sustainability plans for organizations. So there is, um, you know, definitely a focus on um, social outcomes as well. And that's a core tenant of, of Mott McDonald in, in itself as a parent company, but both as, as the venture team as well. We do look for companies that are, are impacting um, sort of social values as, as well. Right. And do you scout a lot of other startups with potential, for example, at different accelerator programs? Or how do you look for these companies specifically in the infrastructure um, and civil engineering space? Yeah, good question. And, and you know, it's it's radically changed with um, the, the current situation around COVID and, and lockdown and, and things like that. The, um, the typical way of sourcing the uh, investments would be going to pitch days where uh, startups present and, and pitch their product or, or service um, and just generally maintaining a very strong network um, of, of early stage companies. But of course, that's that's had to change a little now. And so a lot of these events have moved online. Uh, so it's a case of, of going to those events and, and listening to the pitches. Um, but I think even even more important than, than that, and, and it's certainly grown in importance, is uh, maintaining a good internal network within the company. So that's, you know, a, a huge advantage that we have. We've got 15,000 plus engineers that are also, you know, digitally savvy, um, looking at different innovations that are coming to market and they share that with our team uh, and we can then look and, and assess for investment potential. Um, and, and again, like I say, maintaining that good external network is, is still important. We regularly chat with other venture capital firms um, that, that might have deals for us uh, to, to uh, form a syndicate on as well. Okay. Right. That's really interesting to hear how you do that. And I can imagine the at different pitch events and everything when you're sitting in the corner thinking about whether you're going to invest in the companies must be quite an interesting part of the job. Um, now shifting towards the conversation more about engineering and the role it plays within um, corporate events and the role with um, corporate venture capitalists. Um, Gwen, did you have any questions on this? Uh, I'll have more questions later on. Okay, uh, <laughs> no worries. We can just Let's cut, cut this one out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just wanted to ask the role of um, CVCs within engineering and how important you think it is, because we briefly spoke about the route to market and how important it is to support these startups. Um, and how important do you think it is not just to do a route for market, but in alignment with um, the things you mentioned and the themes, for example, like clean energy, AI, robotics. 
So I think corporate venture capital absolutely has a role to to play in the engineering industry. Um, it won't exist in isolation. Uh, it will exist with traditional venture capital firms. It will exist with um, government funding, sort of Innovate UK funding and, and things like that. Um, so really, it's it's all about providing the support, um, both financially and the, the more strategic support that, that we can offer to early stage companies. And, and we need to make sure that that support is visible and known about in order to encourage people to innovate in this space. Um, if, if I was to go back to the start of my career, there were very few um, funds or, or firms that um, engaged in corporate venture in the engineering space. And as a result of that, there weren't that many innovative startups coming up and, and, and being present in the ecosystem. Whereas now, as I, as I mentioned, you know, there are a number of different funds uh, and traditional investors focusing on the construction tech uh, space, which is producing a, a hugely vibrant ecosystem of, of exciting um, and very sort of highly technical companies. So um, corporate venture absolutely has a role, but it, it will be a, a role in, in partnership and with, with others in the ecosystem. Thanks. As you touch on the sort of innovation breaking into engineering, from my time at Mott McDonald, there was definitely a lot of new digital tools being uh, employed, deployed into different projects. But as you sort of absorb all these new startups, all these um, cutting edge technologies, how do you integrate them into the large organization, those large projects smoothly? Yeah, great question. And it's, um, I think, all about maturity on both sides of the table. Um, we, as a large corporate, absolutely have to recognize that a very small company is not immediately going to be able to work on 100 different projects around the world. And it would be unfair of us to expect them to do that as, as you know, as large as their aspirations might be. Um, and, and equally, from a, a startup point of view, you know, it's it's important for them to recognize their own limitations and how advanced their product is um, when when pitching to us. But in terms of answering the, you know, how do we scale um, these technologies and tools across the business, um, you know, reflecting on that, it's, it's a fairly um, steady pace of getting a few pilot projects done um, around the world or, or in one particular location, proving that the technology works with our business. And then we can move um, to upscale that innovation where we share it with colleagues uh, in different regions or we share it across the, the practice network, um, so different technical areas. And we encourage the uptake um, sort of naturally, but but there has to be some push from from our team as well to to help support that. Uh, and then the, the sort of the, the final stage of consolidating is is making sure that uh, all of the IT integrations that are there as well. Um, so there's there's a mix of uh, technical maturity that that has to be reached, and also cultural change um, as as well. Thank you, George. That's really insightful. Just for a sense of scale, how long does this whole process sort of take or does it vary case by case? 
it varies hugely case by case and, and depends on how mature the, the startup's technology is, um, how big the, the need is within the business um, and how big the need is sort of globally as, as well. We often find uh, that the needs of one region are not necessarily the needs uh, in another region. So it's, it's about making sure there's a real problem solution fit um, before we try and scale it into to a different region or, or, or part of the business. Um, but, you know, it, it certainly isn't um, a, an easy or, you know, days and weeks process. You know, we're, we're looking more here at months or years to, to scale this properly um, and, and appropriately with, with the companies. Thank you, George. That's, that's really insightful. So I just wanted to actually ask about the role of technology, because you mentioned technology a lot when you're talking about um, digital ventures and corporate venture capitalists. And what do you see the role of technology um, playing with within Mott McDonald and the startups you invest in and how that this could actually change infrastructure engineering? Um, so the... I think broadly the, the role of technology is only going to get bigger. Um, at Mont McDonald, we already use a, a huge amount of, of different technologies in combination to support infrastructure projects. Um, I think that there is a renewed focus on, on value um, being derived from projects beyond just cost. Uh, and I mentioned, you know, particularly around social value and the impact that what we're building has on the, the world around us, um, environmental impact being uh, another key one. So I think technology is ultimately an enabler to deliver greater value. Um, and with that renewed focus, the, the role of technology, as I say, will only get get bigger um, and, and more important in our sort of engineering lives. That's, yeah, I definitely agree with that. In the current um, industry, we focus a lot of carbon reduction and uh, assessment of the environment. And that has been enabled by a lot of the technology and not just on the environment, also the uh, stimulation, project management, so on and so forth. Um, I know there are a lot of things being, aspects being impacted, but George, I'm just wondering, where do, what's the sort of top three areas that's mostly been impacted by? Is it the environment? Is it the costs uh, or the project management side? Could you just tell us a little bit? Um, I'm going to slightly change the, the question or, or dodge the question. I, I think all of those areas are being impacted hugely by technology. Um, and the, the kind of the, the biggest trend that, that we're certainly seeing at the moment is that uh, or is how they are all influencing and acting on each other. Um, all these different technologies and, and bits of software are now uh, talking to each other more than ever. Um, and integration between different softwares and different data sets is, is becoming so important and, and becoming so prevalent uh, that they are all uh, now able to, to influence each other. Um, but, but sort of, I, I suppose, giving an answer to, to the question, I, I certainly think that 
um, the social and environmental spaces are, are being hugely impacted by technologies um, at, at the moment. And there's definitely a uh, renewed focus on, on those um, areas. Great. And that's, I think I definitely experienced quite similar things even at the university. Um, so that is the sort of the current trend. Do you see uh, where does the future trend goes? And is there going to be a shift in the focus? Or do you think this focus will continue uh, throughout the next 10, 20 years? Oh, good question. Um, so future, future trends, um, I think there is a lot of good work at the moment being done on generative design, um, and sort of automation in that space, which will be very interesting to see how it, how it all plays out. Um, I think it will be even more important um, when we consider future cities um, and how cities um, bounce back from the current um, crisis that, that we are in and how cities are are used um, moving forward. Uh, will we go back to the way cities were previously? Uh, perhaps not. One could even say hopefully not. Um, there is definitely a role for technology to play in making our cities more people friendly. Um, and again, really considering the the social impact of, of what we build, how we build it, um, and, and importantly, how it's used by the people that live uh, and work in that city. So I think there will be um, a sort of a real interesting um, change in, in how cities are used by, by the people living and, and working there over sort of the next, well, probably the next five to, to 10 years. Thank you, George. I shall take the advice and start thinking about how I could get into the to the market. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, George, I wanted to ask more questions related to your career um, sure. within corporate venture capitalists. So for anyone listening at the moment who is interested in um, corporate venture capitalists or even venture capitalists, how... What advice would you give them and where do you think they should start with that? For example, if they have a technical background and they're curious about finance or the other way around where they have a finance background and they're curious to get involved with engineering projects. Yeah, good question. Um, so some sort of general advice in, in terms of making it into to corporate venture capital and, and the, the mm. CVC space. Um, I think the, the first piece of advice would be that you know it's competitive, um, and to to recognise uh, that that a lot of people want to get involved in this space. It's exciting. It's great fun, uh, and I absolutely love doing what I do. Um, but it's you know it's taken me a bit of time to get there, um, and and not to be put off you know at, at the first hurdle or, or second hurdle even. 
Um, I think, you know, one of the, the, the most important parts of, of this is having a good network um, and understanding the ecosystem in which you work within uh, or are interested in. Um, understanding the construction and infrastructure technology space has, has been absolutely invaluable to me personally. Um, mm-hmm. And really making those connections with people in, in the industry is, is hugely important. Um, a, a lot of the, the work that, that we do is, is, as we touched on at, at the start, is, is around, you know, how do we generate the deal flow of startups coming to uh, Mott McDonald Ventures? Um, and, and if you, plural, if, if people out there can or could enhance that deal flow, then, you know, that would be attractive to Mott McDonald Ventures as, as someone to come and work with us. And it would be the same for, for other corporate venture units or, or other um, venture capital units. It's, it's how do you improve the deal flow coming through? So, yeah, definitely a, a good understanding of the ecosystem and, and technology startups in the space that you're uh, looking to, to get into. Hmm. I think that's really important what you said about network and ecosystem because there's a lot of um, companies out there that do a lot of cross-disciplinary work as well. So it's important to be aware of the different trends that's going on within the industry and as well reaching out to different people um, and getting advice and knowledge around how you can get involved and just learn more. I think that's really great. Um, and I'm wondering, so going back to what you said about pitching, um, because currently we have uh, an accelerator program going on and we have competitions coming up. Um, and what are the key things that investors look for um, at these sort of a pitching events for people that are starting up their own um, engineering startup? Ah, good question. And I'll take a, a slightly sort of corporate venture spin on it. Um, but the the number one thing, uh, and I'm sure that this sort of advice is is out there, and it's it's definitely not um, uh, too original, kind of coming from myself. But but just being super super clear on the problem that you are actually solving, um, and, and validating that is a real problem as well. Um, you know, have you actually spoken to people uh, in that space about the challenges that they have? Um, have you really observed the um, ecosystem and, and determined that this is a challenge uh, worth solving? I think that is just the the number one, um, I suppose, piece of advice is, is focused on the problem. Um, and then that problem solution fit, it, it's, it's so important. Um, other advice in, in terms of, of pitching, um, be aware that the people you are pitching to, whilst they will have um, an awareness of the technical side of, of your business or product, hopefully, um, if, if you're sort of pitching to the right people, um, they're not always going to be or, or have deep technical expertise. So, you know, keep it at, at a, an appropriate level um, and and make sure that, that your um, pitch is clear uh, around that um, and then any other bits of advice around pitching um, I, I suppose pitch it goes without saying really but pitch with confidence and mm. you know with with early stage companies they'll often only be a founder and a co-founder or, or maybe a couple of other people and you know you are the best advert for your company your product your service and 
something that we look at and, and lots of uh, early stage corporate and, and venture capital firms look for is strength in the team and you know how does the team get along do they get along well together um, is the team technically minded do they have a commercial person on that team so really selling the team as well and sell sell yourself in in pitching i think is is extremely important yeah i think it's always really important to learn how to um, sell yourself i'm still learning myself how to do that um well um, but I also wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts um, on starting a technical startup? So do you think that this is more difficult, for example, um, compared to, let's just say, I don't want to diss apps or product-based um, startups, but do you think, for example, the companies that you described that Mom McDonald are investing in, it's the route is so much more difficult. That's why there are corporate venture um, capitalists to support that because it's more difficult for this, those more technically um, s- startups. Um, so I think the, the, the perhaps the way to look at it would be business to business versus business to customer, B2B versus B2C. Mm-hmm. Um and the, I suppose the, the, the difference is, yes, in our world, in the B2B world with quite deep technical products, um, I think, yes, it, it can be harder and, and corporate venture does have a, a place to support those companies with a route to market, um, you know, with their technology and, and our um, size and experience, there's opportunity to really move the needle um, in the infrastructure space, which which is exciting. Um, and I suppose as well, your your kind of customer numbers are, are slightly limited, and, and the industry becomes a lot smaller. So there is more room for support within the the ecosystem. Um, so I, I yeah, I I think that the corporate venture side of things can can definitely support in a B two B and and technical world. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And I just wanted to ask the final question is that if you could go back in time and give advice to your 18 or 20 year old self to all our listeners that are at university, um, what would you say to him? Ooh, um, probably the the two bits are... um, Build, build the network, um, build the network of people that you have conversations with, build the network of people that you uh, reach out to and, and, you know, sort of get advice from. Most people are, are more than happy to, to share their experiences mm-hmm. um, and, you know, help people advance in, in their careers. You know, most people are helpful. Um, and I think the, the other one would be, to you know, c- continue to be, um, or, or continue to have that intellectual curiosity, mm-hmm. um, and that's been so so helpful in the kind of the corporate venture space and, and working in a company like Mott McDonald and just having a genuine interest in all the different areas of of life and and engineering and infrastructure and construction, um, and and you know what, whatever. Um, area you you might want to pursue a career in a healthy interest in all the different areas around that Mm -hmm. um is is definitely useful yeah 
that's really great advice and hopefully some listeners will take it into account and definitely I really need to do that as well um so thank you very much George um for coming on the podcast and also Gwen for co-hosting today thank you very much Vicky yeah thanks Vicky it's been a pleasure Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Stay tuned for the next episode of A Moment With.